0: Showtime, folks. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. We are here in jolly old England in our recording studio set up at 221B Baker Street. I am your host, Jared Albert, the Yard Sale Artist, joining me, as always, well, as most of the times, we've had people fill in form in the past. But anyway, the Watson to my Sherlock, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristatos, and how are we feeling today, Dr. Cristados?
0: Oh, well, Samuel Higgins, I'm feeling well myself. <laughs> if you don't mind me calling you that, Samuel. I, I do not. That's all right with me. You And know what you can call me? What's that? You can call me the Thor Master of the Mongolian Short Pants King. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, this has to do with your import-export business, doesn't it? It does. Yes, we're not even on Mongo, man. We're two twenty-one B.
0: Yeah, I know. I take stuff from England here, and I bring <laughs> it up to Mongo.
1: So you've turned our entire podcast network into an elaborate
2: basically. <laughs> <struggle. laughs> he's he's yeah. turned he's turned uh, Mongo into an English colony, I think.
0: <laughs> and and folks, you can help us out for just a dollar as well, too.
2: <laughs> yes, you can, and we will get to that. <laughs>
1: You know, also joining me is the Mycroft and my Sherlock. It's my older, wiser
2: brother, Jason the Weasel Skull Albrecht. And what's up today, Mr. Skull? I'm just really frustrated right now, Jared. How's that? I've been looking for my wallet. Mm -hmm. I've been over this area three times. Mm. And oh, here it is, right in front of my freaking face. (laughs) I get the reference.
1: And those of you who have watched the episode will get the references. As That's well. why you got to watch
0: before you listen. You <laughs> we, didn't did get we, my but, reference? What, what that? You didn't get my reference of the short pants king? What? No, Pat. Nah. That's what they. Uh, well, I'll tell you guys later then.
1: Pat, did you watch the right episode? I'm starting I to wonder. All right, we'll find out later in the show. Posted, too <laughs> oh we
3: also have with us our favorite constable it's delve with the dark web wilkins how do you do today bobby wilkins i'm pretty good and i just want people to understand that deep inside you know i'm i'm, I'm just a boy mm-hmm. who wants his horse right. and his field mice mm-hmm. and his creepy clown friend like <laughs> any other boy would want yeah two out of
0: three ain't back
3: <laughs> the good
1: news is you do have a group of creepy clowns i was gonna friend. say
0: we're kind
2: of creepy and we're a bunch of clowns so
0: <laughs> yeah delvin and there ain't no way we're ever gonna leave you
4: <laughs>
0: so don't feel bad oh. i think he's just
1: quoting <laughs> song lyrics <laughs> Oh, goodness. And we have with us a guest today here at 221B. He flew all the way over from the United States.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Please, going, we- <laughs> Please welcome Chris from his mini podcast appearances. Welcome to 221B, Chris. Thank you so much. Glad to be here.
2: Chris. Let it roll!
1: <laughs> 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 yes, it is that Chris, folks. Chris from BTO and Bat Books has joined us. He's on Professor Frenzy Show. He's on other shows that I'm not going to remember right now, but he can remind us of later. Back Oracle. Or back, back girl to Oracle Back girl to Oracle, hence the BTO. Yes. All right Chris, you got to answer the yep. questions that every guest has to answer. What okay. is your first memory of Sherlock Holmes? and what is your okay. favorite iteration of the character? Gotcha. Well, I'm
4: not exactly sure of my first Sherlock Holmes memory. I think a lot of things came at me around the same time when I was age seven or eight in the mid-1970s. My uncle gave me two Sherlock Holmes books, and both of them contained many adventures. I remember my father trying to take our family out to the movies to see The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother with Mm -hmm. Gene Wilder. But it was opening night, and it was sold out, so we didn't get to see it. I remember uh, seeing reprints in the comic book, the 1950s Mad comic book, that had parodies of Sherlock Holmes, drawn by Bill Elder. DC Comics put out a Sherlock Holmes comic book that was cover dated October 1975, and it was written by Denny O'Neill and drawn by E.R. Cruz. And I remember getting that off of a 7-Eleven spinner rack, but it only lasted one issue. Now, around the same time, Batman's villain, the Joker, had his own ongoing series, and in issue number six which was also written by Danny O'Neill. A stage actor is conked on the head with a pipe, and he thinks he's Sherlock Holmes. And he's engaged in Battle of Wits with the Joker. And he's a stage actor who plays Sherlock Holmes, and then once he gets hit on the head, he actually thinks he's Holmes. The particular story referenced other literary adventures of Sherlock Holmes, and I thought that was really cool. And I was living in Memphis uh, at the time, and the local CBS affiliate would show the old Basil Rathbone movies sometimes on Saturday afternoons, and I remember catching those. Now, as far as my favorite iteration of the character, well... I don't think I missed an episode of this. Good, and good. this may be blasphemous. I will not choose Jeremy Britt, who I have to say <laughs> is excellent in the role. And I have to say, I, I got to put this out there. I'm very, very sorry, James Bond fans, but I will not choose Roger Moore, who played Sherlock Holmes in the 1976 TV movie, Sherlock Holmes in New York. Mm. And that movie had mm. Patrick McNee as Watson and John Houston as Professor Moriarty. Hey, it's on YouTube and it's worth a watch if you're fans of those respective mm. actors. But you know, I listen to all these shows, and with Jeremy Britt seemingly dominating this invisible pie chart in my head as the favorite iteration, i got to go old school, and I'm going to pick Basil Rathbone and widen his pie wedge a little bit, so that's what I'm going to do.
1: Nice. I like it. I have uh, watched a few of the Basil Rathbones myself. I bet Jason has.
2: I'm sorry. I'm just wrapped around the axle, Widen my pie wedge. <laughs>
3: I, 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 I just I, I, I just had Mary Jane in mind. My- <laughs> I was being good. I thought oh. the same thing. I did not say anything. <laughs> you were Dang, thinking we, it, though.
2: I was. <laughs> we didn't true. even make it to the show description. <laughs> there was a question that was asked to me somewhere. <laughs> Remind me what that question was, Jared. Uh, the, it, I said,
1: I, I know I've watched some of the old Basil Rathbone films, and I bet you have, too. Of Of the... Of the regular
2: crew members, I'm betting you're the one who's watched Basil Rathbone Holmes. You know, I don't know that I have, actually. Ooh, you're fired. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should be. I mean, I really considered lying to you and be like, of course, I don't watch the Basil Rathbone. What am I, a savage? <laughs> 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 but if I have, I mean, it's been incidental. I haven't sat down and go, oh, let okay. you watch these Basil Rathbone, uh, Sherlock Holmes. But and, and not to be,
1: you know, assumptive. That's not, I don't know if that's a word or not, but Delvin. Or
2: Pat Basil Rathbone, old school, black and white.
3: Oh, I thought you were asking me it was a something of a word.
2: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) (laughs) we're still looking it up. Hold on, hold on.
1: While we're looking it up, anybody else, Basil Rathbone? I have not,
0: I have not. Something I want to get into though, definitely.
1: I could probably help you out with that, Pat, if you know what I'm saying. Wink,
0: nudge, nudge, wink, wink,
1: nudge, nudge, wink, wink. In fact, I think Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce, who played Watson, yeah, that's my trivia, is on point today. Ah. Uh, I think they also did some radio play versions, which were pretty cool. Uh,
0: mm, yeah, yeah. Yep. there's such a, a nice variety of home stuff out there. There really
1: is. There's something for everybody. And yeah. if, you know, if you're tuning in and you're like, what the heck have I stumbled upon? Pat, can you handle
0: that? Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes indexed show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we'll be continuing our indexing of all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series, Sherlock Holmes. 1954's Sherlock Holmes was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It also starred Ron Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deerstalker cap, light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, And let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whiskey away into the past. But don't forget to stop by Coco the Clown.
1: Oh, it's nice to have you back, Pat.
0: Uh, oh, it's nice to be back. Thank uh, you. That is some smooth, smooth violence. I heard there playing. was others that tried to do better than me, but mm.
1: yeah, I followed your directions. I used the MP3 on the on the hard drive you left, so mm-hmm. I didn't. Good. I good.
3: didn't try. Rumor has it that you fumbled even playing the MP3. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're not here to judge anybody. Sorry, sorry. Chris, are you still with us? Yes, I am
1: here.
2: Good, good. Glad good. to hear you didn't roll. <laughs> Down the down, highway. Down
1: the highway. Chris, uh, what instruments do you play that you might play for our audience here today?
4: You know, I, I took some violin lessons as a kid. I've been trying to get into the trumpet, but, you know, I'm really, really impressed with the guitar lessons I've been taken by Professor Frenzy. He gave me some lessons, so I, I've really been jamming on the guitar of
1: late. Oh, okay. Well, let's hear some of that uh, guitar, uh, as you have learned from Professor Frenzy mm-hmm. Was pretty spot on, dude. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's yeah. a pay off.
0: Man, you sound just like him. I know. I just, yeah. yeah. I, well, well, hey, I I
1: learn from the master. Yeah.
0: Maybe <laughs> I should have him teach me. <laughs> sound
1: exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No we, wonder why he's a professor. Yes. He, he, well, he just got schooled. Now that we've got that riff, I think we can officially say that it's a show. It's a show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Delva, do your thing. All right, episode 24 was titled The Case of the Night Train Riddle. The original air date was 11 April 1955. The director, Steve Previn, the writer, Lou Morheim. with guest stars Roberta Hayes as Lydia Kendall, James Duran as Paul, Duncan Elliott as Uncle Cecil, and Billy Beck as Coco. As a reminder... All 39 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast, because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode. Then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. Again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, and then come back to join our discussion. And at only 26 minutes per episode, it's not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag, I'm following homes. Jared.
1: Hashtag, I'm following homes. Pat. Hashtag, I'm
0: following homes.
3: Jason. Hashtag, I'm following homes. Chris. Hashtag, I'm following homes. We are all following homes. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary.
1: Holmes and Watson are on holiday, taking a train ride through the English countryside when their trip is abruptly interrupted. Miss Lydia Kendall informs our heroes that she's the governess of a boy named Paul, and Paul has disappeared. In an ever-popular flashback, we see the boy has reluctantly headed off to school, sent by his father and his uncle Cecil. After some investigating of the boy's train cabin and the train tracks themselves, Holmes and Watson find themselves at the Manborough Circus, suspecting the boy has run off to see his friend Coco the Clown. Will our lads be in time to stop the nefarious dealings of a circus clown? Will Holmes and Watson ever be reunited with their luggage? And just who is Samuel Higgins? Tune in and find out. Okay, let's do our highs and lows. So uh, we will do two rounds of this if you will provide me with either a high or a low. Don't try for multiple My answers are- highs.
4: Don't, oh, no, don't mix
1: in <laughs> lows. That's called pulling a pat.
2: That's yeah. where you got to feel like you got to read every note in your notebook. Pass pull list.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Delvin, show them how it's done. Absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm going to start. You know, with a low. I'm going to say Roger Moore took it way too far with the cocoa bit. <laughs> the octopus <laughs> joke. The tie in. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. okay. All right, so if I were to give a real low, I'm going to say there wasn't much of a mystery. Either the boy was on the train or he was off the train. <laughs> Duh. Not much there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay,
1: Pat. What do you, Pat? What do you? We need Sherlock Holmes to solve this
3: mystery. He <laughs> gone. I, I have used my genius to determine he is off the train. <laughs> Thanks, Sherlock.
0: <laughs> okay, Pat. Pick it up from there, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say, you know, right away, I noticed the train conductor. But I don't remember the guy's name.
1: Oh, you're right. He had an uncredited performance, and he has been in past episodes. Oh, yeah. it's going to kill he me. Played with, I remember the, his
0: name either. Yeah, I remember the first time I think we saw him or so. Uh, he played in the red, redheaded uh, league. Yep, he was a guy. And wasn't was he the crazy the guy with the puppets too? He may have. Been. Uh, I don't know this guy. Uh, he's, he's yeah, he's next. He's up there next to uh, what's his name, Decker. Wasn't yeah, Decker yeah. puppets.
2: An old dude then.
0: I guess this guy. Eh, kind
2: of
0: thing. yeah. I don't know, I, but I've seen this guy and I'm like, oh man, it makes, makes me have. smile every time I see reoccurring people like that, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is really cool, you know. This one was kind of a weird one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Are you I'm trying not, for multiple highs and lows right now? <laughs> yes,
0: yes. yes, I'm oh, Am I not supposed to do that? <laughs> yes. oh, you, I'm just going through my notes here, like you said to you. You just Jason, said, Pat, go Give me through, a <laughs>
2: Well, I want to push back a little bit on Delvin as far as the mystery is concerned. I mean, it's not the standard mystery, but I did enjoy watching Holmes—the methodology he went through to figure out what happened. So, yeah, it was the boys either on the train or not. But to me, it was impressive that he remembered like where that gradient was and how fast they were going, so he's able to narrow down where the boy got off, how the boy got off, find the clues of the boy, realize that he had to have an accomplice because the window. It took two people to lower the window. So I thought it was impressive just to the analytical mind and watching him walk through the the steps. So I'm going to give that one a high. Okay.
1: Battle of highs and lows now. Chris, what do you think? I'll continue the
4: high trend. I really like Watson's assertiveness when he, there's a scene toward the end where he's being faced with gunfire. And he says, I got this. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, and then later on, he takes out Coco with the sandbags. I thought, well, really, you know, this is a nice Watson to see where he, he's uh, taking charge in this one. I really like that.
0: I'm going to piggyback on that one because in my notes here, I got <laughs> I got Watson's <laughs> angriness and the, the old coat over the head trick.
1: <laughs> oh, for yeah. myself.
0: And then the, the old sandbag drop on the head. <laughs> And Watson with the mad psych skills
2: This one's mine
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pat, did you have any other notes in your notebook
3: Since we're
1: skipping Delvin
3: I can't tell him what he got. I'm gonna go with the kind of a low here. The episode kind of ended a little bit early, and they kind of put a little bit of filler at the end.
1: Oh, they padded that episode. <laughs> so Watson, <laughs> big gulps, huh? <laughs> All right. Put a couple more insert shots of circus performers staring up at Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they, they did about like three cutaways uh to the boy on the rafter that was the exact same cutaway. <laughs> I mean, and if I notice that it's the exact same cutaway, it is really obvious. I'll notice crap.
1: <laughs> yes, you are right. It did feel very padded in like the last five minutes or so. Yes. A little yeah. padded. A little padded. Pat, what else you got on your list of notes that you can't help but
0: spill
2: out on your tongue?
0: <laughs> You know, I like how they're trying to go on a vacation. Mm -hmm. Watson is is kind of mad that it's like, we're on vacation. You need to stop doing this kind of stuff. (laughs) And then, you know, they talk about the luggage getting lost and how angry he gets at that. And Watson had a good show in this one, I thought. He really did. This is a Watson-centric episode for me, too. Jason.
2: This is another low that we touched on a little bit before where they have the guilty guy all locked, you know, they have them in their, their clutches, and then they were like, the clown's going to kill the boy, and they all just ran off. He could have ran away. Yeah, and he follows them. Again, it's like, there must have been some code. <laughs> it's like, what's up, caught? I, I got to go. <laughs> oh, then, you got me. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> I saw, like, why didn't he run off? And then the other part that I thought was kind of funny, where Holmes said... Um, you know, if the clown kills the boy, you're going to hang. And he's like, I am. Like, he oh, was shocked. No. <laughs> he was shot. He's like, well, we better stop this.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm like, How did. You didn't realize it would hang you. <laughs> if you I didn't were- think this through. <laughs>
0: yeah. You paid them a hundred uh, some shilling or whatever.
2: I know it's like I, this is a surprise to you. I don't. I. I didn't get it. I just thought that the ending was kind of weird. How uh, when they wrapped it up with Cecil. The kidnapping and
3: murder is wrong, <laughs> and I am like, gonna be what? punished for it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's how this works.
1: <laughs> what you got, Chris?
4: I have a mild low here. There's a scene early on where Holmes and Watson are walking along the train tracks. And Watson says something to the effect of, confounded, Holmes, we've covered this train track three times and we haven't seen any clue. But then in the foreground, you, you see this discarded cab that Howard can't help but notice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just laying off to the side of the tracks. And they've covered it three times and they never saw this hat uh, up until now, the finally they see it on the fourth time, I, I thought this was kind of amazing. And, and Howard really had to kind of sell his acting a little bit because it is so in his line of vision, but he tends to ignore it. And then at the last possible minute, he turns his head just a little slightly and says, hey, look, there's this cap. And I thought, well, OK, so uh, why, why did you have to write it that you covered the train tracks three times? Maybe you could have said, well, this is our second pass at it. But no, they said they th- covered it three times and the hat was there all along. And you just you couldn't help but see it from our point of view, the way the scene was shot. I, I just thought that was. Incredible,
1: <laughs> there's only one area we
2: haven't checked. That's all you needed yes. that line right there. And yes. folks listening at home, that's a call back to my intro. <laughs> Longest setup for a joke
1: ever. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Box
0: Crusade. <laughs> and, and you guys didn't get my intro joke, yeah. I still don't get it. Why I don't need it. To Could you his, father's, it his father's name is. He's the Canadian timber king of wherever he's from. Canada, Canada Yeah, he's the Canadian <laughs> timber king. And what was it that you said? I said I'm the Thor Master of Mongolian short pants kings.
2: <laughs> I still
0: don't.
1: Yeah, it.
2: I didn't make that connection to no. them.
1: I'm confused. What is, I'm uh, going to have to ask you to take an episode or two off. Gonna, <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that out there. Oh, it's staying. Oh, take that out. Uh, I get what you're doing, Pat. I tried. You, you I stretched tried. just a little too far for yeah. us. We're, we're these nuts jokes kind of guys, yeah. Pat.
0: Oh, so, Over we're there. there, there's the joke people, I just Pat. did. I just searched this place. I just tried three <laughs> jokes, and look, over there.
3: Pat told the joke three times, and we just now got it. There it is. Okay. <laughs> see that that's that's how you do it Pat. that's yeah, funny yeah. that's gonna.
0: funny You're the best, though, You're the best. <laughs> that's why i work on the guidance the Guidance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right does anyone have any final burning thoughts i'm looking at you pat no nope. they didn't get to put out there during the discussion i'm good i don't believe you but let me ask my white mice <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna feed those things man <laughs> All right, let's roll into fun facts with Jared. Billy Beck played Coco the Clown, but you probably already knew that, thanks to Delvin. But did you know that he also played the station manager that Watson was talking about the luggage with? Same guy. (laughs) Oh. Creepy
3: friggin' clowns in their disguises.
2: (laughs) Uh, That's how Roger Moore pulled it off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> damn right
1: uh, well let's talk more about billy beck let's dive into this actor a little bit he was born frank Billerbeck, beck billy led quite the life he was born in philadelphia then he fought in world war ii then he remained in france after the war where he became an actual clown and a bit part actor his acting career slowly grew and he returned to the u.s to live in california where he had steady work as a bit part actor there as well and he also had a mildly successful a local band that played for charities. And he was also a pretty successful painter. He actually painted female nudes, to be honest with you, <laughs> that were fairly successful. And he ended up with over 120 film and TV credits and worked continuously until he died in 2011 at the age of 91. That cat led a life, people.
0: So he was uh, born and raised in Philadelphia.
2: In <laughs> <laughs> born and <raised. laughs> the playground where he spent most, <laughs> most of his days.
0: days yep.
1: Yeah, man, that cat lived a life. So, hats off, Billy Beck.
2: Man, that is a that is a full life. I'm particularly impressed that he really got to just express all of his artistic talents. Man, clown, God, actor, like painter, artist, musician. Yeah. <laughs> he he made the rounds. He did. That's living it. La vida loca. <laughs> Come
1: on! I got fired up there about living la
0: vida loca. I apologize. It's <laughs> okay.
1: All right, boys, it's time for our pipe ratings. Now that Pat's back and our pipes are mysteriously back, although they look very well used.
0: Eh, you know they they get around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We noticed they were gone when you were gone. Oh well, yeah. yeah well.
0: Mm-hmm. you know. Hey, oh look over here. Here's the pipes. <laughs> yeah, oh, Oh, they're in this luggage bag that I just got back. Waiting for me on the train tracks. <laughs> <sir. laughs> Well, go ahead and get it out of the luggage bag.
1: Pack, okay, pass I mean, them out. But don't I mean, pick them up when we're done. Delvin will pick them up when we're done. You just pass them out. Five pipes for everybody. You can give up to five pipes for this episode. Five pipes means you loved it. Four thought, thought it was very good. Three it was just good. And two eh, is just okay. And one, I did not like it. Let's start with Delvin.
3: Three Pipes. It was good. good. Definitely some long gaps of filler there. Like I, I wasn't fully on board with the mystery, but did not think it was a bad episode at all and still liked it. Let's go to Chris. What do you think, Chris?
4: Yeah, I'm going to chime in with the same three pipes. I like mysteries that involve a train, and there's a little bit of it's where you can see the moment that's just about to happen when Watson says, well, I'm glad we're finally relaxing here on this train, and then just as if on cue, the emergency brake goes off, and then uh, (laughs) we're set on this mystery. There's something about the atmosphere that almost lends itself to that. started on the train. I like that we had the climax that's happening backstage at a circus, which was kind of creepy and evocative. I really like that they had kind of out of their way with some budget, actually trotting in some animals with this. With, and you really got the circus vibe with that. Now, while solving the mystery itself, it may not have been too difficult. I really did like the settings. And I thought uh, Ronald Howard and Crawford's performances were very, very solid here with this episode. So I'm going to go with three pipes. It was, it was good.
2: Very, very cool. I will pass these pipes to uh, Jason. I'm going to bump it up just a little bit. I think I might have been just in an overly good mood when I watched it, but I scored it a four. I really enjoyed the train setting like chris said i enjoyed the circus they had just some really good sets a lot of good action in there we even had a little bit of a shootout and got to see watson throw hands which is always pretty cool i I can't argue with anything that uh, delvin or chris has said leading it to a three i think i just was in a happy mood when i watched it and it, it was a little different a little fresh and so i i ended up giving it a four
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Pat, what do you think? I'm going to lean with Delvin and Chris on the three. It was all right. Mystery was pretty simple as well, too. Uh, I think what really helped it for me was the Watson stuff, because I think he really shined in this one. It was just fun watching him.
1: I think you're right. And I'm going to get on that same train. No pun intended with you guys. (laughs) I'm giving it a three as well. I thought it was okay. Not one of the best
3: ones, but you know, decent enough to get through to the next one. I mean, either you were on the train, Jared, <laughs> or you were off the train. train. Oh
2: <laughs>
1: my! my. <laughs> or Jason living life by himself. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and Delvin. Get those pipes back from Pat, please. There, here I got them. Go. <laughs> no, I
0: hope, I hope you guys enjoyed them. I just freshly packed them myself. Oh mm-hmm. boy! Yes.
3: So. So we got about 30 minutes before the hallucinogens kick in. (laughs) Uh, You better better wrap this up quick. (laughs) Okay, normally at this point in the show, we would go into our
1: 221B mailbag and tell you about the mail we got from the last Holmes episode. But at the time of this recording, the last Holmes episode hasn't come out. Oh, I know it comes out in just a couple of days. You'll get to hear some of the vocal talents of some of our guests. We had Mr. Dave Collins. He was on and we also had Mr. Ryan Daly on the show. So I'm sure by now you've heard that and I hope you've enjoyed it, but we don't have any like shares or retweets, but we are going to give shout outs to our Crusaders Club members. So Let's go ahead and do that. These are the fine folks that have joined our crusade. They enjoy discounts from my online store, which is the yard sale artist.bigcartel.com. I encourage you to stop by because I have to replace my air conditioner. <laughs> 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 they also get early access to special long box episodes and so much more, like perhaps Chubbins and Sweetums hip hop jams.
0: <laughs> one, two, one, two.
3: <laughs> one, two, one, two. Clink, clink.
1: <laughs> so these are the fine folks that are helping us out here and they're getting the benefits of being club members and we really
3: appreciate them. Thank you for
0: being a friend.
3: First up, we have Bill Deer Blast it or stash it. Bob Buster.
0: Braxton Underwood. Dave Collins. It was just crazy old man.
3: Gene Hendricks.
2: I the Collector. Ivor Evans.
0: Joe Thomas.
1: John and Maggie. You know what you did. Hi, Maggie. <laughs>
2: Maxwell Traver.
3: Miranda W. Reggie
2: Hancock.
0: Rick and Jeff from Rick and Jeff Present. Don't give Jeff any credit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) From someone and Rick
1: Present. (laughs) Ronald Went. We appreciate you, Ronald. Ross
3: Michaud. Samantha Maney. Sean Urbanski. Steve
0: Cronin.
3: Tim. Toronto Cop. And last but not least, Paul Heeks.
1: Whole heeks, Oh heeks. If we miss anybody on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release, like I just told you. So if you're a recent addition, we'll be adding you soon. But no worries. You can tell us that we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. Or you can just send one to say hi to Pat. We'll get that all straight out. <laughs> He's lonely. Yes. So you might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member?
3: Derek. Derek. Yes,
1: yes, Doug. I have a question.
3: Yes. How do I become a Crusaders Club member?
2: You can't. It's impossible. I've tried and they won't let me. Follow up question to Delvin. Are you Jason?
1: No, I am not. Then you can join. It is simple. Just (laughs) look
0: around and try three times and then maybe you can.
1: I think they're messing with you, laddie. Just head over to Patreon.com. Search for Longbox Crusade for as little as $1 a month. Whoa. It's (laughs) It's a bad business model. You'll get access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. Come check it out. And if you don't have any extra scratch laying around, but you want to help us out here at LBC headquarters, please take a minute to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. I know you're sitting there right now. Maybe you are listening with your headphones on. Go ahead and pull that up. Please give us a review. We'd love to hear from you. There's algorithms involved and all that stuff, but we really just like to hear the feedback from you guys. So give us a shout out there on the review sites. If you want to keep it short with star ratings, that's fine. It's going to help raise the profile of the show, and we'll be happy to share your review on the next show. This is the point where we're getting the shares, likes, and retweets. So
2: oh, oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Go uh, ahead, Sean. Uh, many, uh, um, I just wanted to say thank you for my my club card. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It's great being a member of this club. And uh, don't let that whistle skillet back there in. We don't want none of those nerd Nancy boys. <laughs> God, dang it, Sean. I heard that. Oh, did you? Did you? Go cry in the corner, you pansy. <laughs> oh, man, it's getting rough tonight.
0: Now, <laughs> we're going to have to separate those two.
2: John. Now, now, oh now Doritos. Yeah. Doritos. Yes. Are you did they let you in as a club member? <laughs> oh no. One. Good. <laughs> I mean, that's too bad.
0: Nah.
2: All right. Um. Many people back to you. <laughs> what I really need to, you to do is really pump this program here So that I can get my workout, And you know the one I'm talking about <laughs> You know the one I'm talking about Little Chubbins, Little Sweetums Action <laughs> You know the one And uh, I really need the people to check this out Because I am dead broke, fellas I mean, <laughs> I don't know If I can pay the rent next month And I did my best work since Zardoz <laughs> People All need right. to see this mm. Sean <laughs> out If you watch
1: my budget, Well, that was a thing.
2: (laughs) You can't believe it, man. You know, I covered for his rent last Mm.
0: month.
1: He's going to end up living in the basement. (laughs) He is. I'm not not covering for it
0: this month. you know how much money is being deducted off of the what I pay him for the import-exporting help that he does? I,
3: it's I don't know. Where is his money going? I don't know. It's going man. to some... So that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, check out The Longbox Crusade. Hat. Where can they find that? Well,
0: Delvin, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on the iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers at www.longboxcrusade.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Lawn Box Crusade. Back to you, Delvin.
3: If you want to hear us on our trek through all the James Bond films, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Oh, Jared's not here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Max Zorin's here. Probably Christopher Walken. <laughs> the thing. I'm not going off the rails like Sean. Okay, I'm doing it straight. You can listen to it on iTunes or Google Play, most of your pod catches. You Go to secretpodcast.podbean.com. You go to Twitter at
3: OHMSpod.
1: I'm going to head back down to that basement. There's a crazy guy down there
3: drinking coffee. I like his style. Okay, Jared. Uh, go ahead and head down <laughs> with... with uh, I'm not Jared. I'm Christopher Walken. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you like to chat with us online. I've got an Academy Award. Oh God, heaven. I'm not married, Jane. <laughs> it's falling apart, Delvin. If you would like to chat with us online, I can be found at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y 1977. Pat, what about you?
0: Well, Delvin, you can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. Jared?
3: You can find me at Yard Sale Artist.
1: That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist.
2: Jason? You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Facebook or Instagram. And Chris?
4: Thank you, Dalvin. I can be found on Twitter at bt on bat the podcast, the Professor yeah. Frenzy Show, Bat Books for Beginners, and the segment Chris's Cornucopia of Curiosities on the Batgirl the Oracle podcast. Thank you for having me on. hashtag I'm following homes. Dude, what's your
1: What's your Twitter handle again?
4: <laughs> well, that would be at bt on bat books.
3: actually danced in my chair (laughs) it is definitely a show now absolutely (laughs) and if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles Join us for our next episode of Doing It Livestream over on YouTube. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we always start promptly right on time at 3.30 p.m. Central Time laughing along the way. Uh, You can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. Get your ray gun charged and get ready to throw hands. Because our next episode will continue our journey through the 1936 Flash Gordon serial, Space Soldiers. We'll see you next episode for Chapter 7 The Meetup Location, Planet Mongo.